welcome back everyone to Diary of an Empath. I'm back with a solo episode because I want to talk about Love is Blind. Have you guys seen the new season? Um, I want to take some light away from all of the depressive and hard news that's been going around. Let's talk about something light. Um, Okay, the Love is Blind season five cast is... um, they're interesting. I feel like this season is just, I mean, I don't think you can get any more toxic. I've interviewed quite a few Love is Blind contestants in the past. And this season is just takes it to another level. You know, I thought about inviting some of them on, but I don't know. I don't know if I want to make the show about that much drama and toxicity, but let's break it down a little bit because I think it's interesting. Okay. First, I want to talk about, okay, just spoiler alerts. If you have not listened or watched any of the episodes, don't listen to this episode. Just turn it off now. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But let's talk about Aaliyah and Uche. Okay, so Aaliyah, I think, is really sweet. Um, I I don't think she's perfect. I think she's got some shit from her past, just like a lot of us do, especially when it comes to relationships. But Uche, I don't know. Uche just kind of gives me, I'm going to say it. He gives me like narcissist vibes. You know, I'm not saying that he's a narcissist, but he definitely has some very, very narcissistic characteristics that come out on the show. You know, he went off on Aaliyah for cheating in her previous relationship, shamed her, guilted her, like pretty much said, like, you're a piece of shit, right? And she felt terrible. She felt terrible for doing that. And she felt shamed and guilted. And then come to find out, come to find out Uche and Lydia, not only did they date, but then he cheated on Lydia just a couple months prior. So this guy literally gaslit Aaliyah. Not only did he gaslight her, but then he went on a smearing campaign with Lydia. Um, he went to the party. If you guys are up to date on the episodes, they had a party, um, the the cast and the couples that are now engaged. For whatever reason, Uche is there. I'm sure the producers had something to do with it. I have no doubt. And Uche starts to go on a smearing campaign about Lydia. Not only does he gaslight Lydia while he's there, essentially saying, you were crazy you were stalking me, you invaded my privacy. And in reality, he cheated on her and he lied to her. Now, I'm not condoning the fact that she went through his stuff or maybe that she was looking at girls on Instagram. But I've been there in the past. I think a lot of us have been there where we found out somebody was lying or cheating. And, you know, we did our own investigations. I don't think she's crazy. Does she have some lessons to learn? Absolutely. Do I think that she's the stalker that he's making her out to be? Absolutely not. I think that she's just reacting and, you know, maybe emotionally reacting, but I definitely don't think she's a stalker. But Uche, I feel like is just completely going on a smearing campaign. And that's what narcissists do. And then 
even after she left, he tried to talk to Milton and go on a smearing campaign with Milton. And then when Milton wasn't buying into it, he wasn't getting supply from him. Then he went to the other people and tried to go on a smearing campaign with everybody else. And then they weren't having it. They had Lydia's back. And so when he wasn't getting supply from them, that's when he finally gave up. He was literally trying to find supply from every single person. And then he was trying to take Stacy to the side. Like, can I just talk to you? Cause Stacy wasn't the, she was the only one that wasn't um, pretty much banning him from gaining his supply. And so that just was a whole, whole mess right there. I hope I haven't seen, obviously the, the episodes haven't come out. Um, I don't think the Aaliyah and him stayed together, but there was some cliffhangers essentially stating that the producers of the show edited it to make it look like they broke up when they were to, at dinner or at lunch. And in reality, they left that lunch together. But Aaliyah's also made claims that Uche was not attracted to her. And that was the real reason why they did not stay together. So I guess we'll see at the reunion, but based off of what's come forward and kind of the behind the scenes things that I've gotten, that's supposedly the main issue. I think Uche is a mansplainer. I think he's very high on the narcissist scale. Um, I think that he's condescending and he's full of himself and he's, I just don't like him. I don't think that he's a, a good fit. Um, I did think it was interesting though, when I don't know if it was Chandra, it was the African girl <laughs> where Uche, I don't know how they even started arguing, but Uche is like, where are you? Where do you even live? Do you live in Saudi Arabia or you do you live here? I'm not going to lie. I think we were all asking that question because, <laughs> because she said she lived in Saudi Arabia, but then she said she moved, but then she said she still lived in Saudi Arabia. It was very confusing, but that whole thing was just pure toxicity. Okay. So let's talk about Lydia. All right. So Lydia and Milton. Yes, I think Lydia's passionate and she's loud and she just wants everyone to accept her for who she is. And while that might be true and while that totally could just be part of her personality and something that she'll always probably be like that, I do think that Milton had a point when Milton told her like, hey, I wish you would have handled that situation differently. Um, she took it as you just don't want me to be me. I think he had a point. I think he was also trying to tell her in a roundabout way, which he probably should have been more direct, that he maybe felt embarrassed um, or he personally didn't want to get involved with that much drama. And there is a level of respect that needs to go into a partnership, especially if they don't react the same way. And I do think that Yes, you can be loud and you can be passionate, but there also comes a time of maturity where you do need to handle things differently um, in terms of what's the best scenario. That is it, is it going to be in my best interest to yell at everybody or cuss someone out and walk away and scream, Milton, Milton, let's go, Milton. Like, I, I don't think that – I think she made him feel like a child and I don't think he communicated that. He probably should have said exactly that. Um, but in a roundabout way, he was essentially saying like, hey, I would have handled it, handled it differently. And I think he was trying to walk on eggshells around her feelings. And he did say that because he said he had to be careful of what he said because he doesn't want her to take it the wrong way. And I don't even think he said what he really wanted to. And she still took it 
the wrong way. Um, I don't think that relationship is going to last. Although my suspicion is that she says yes and Milton's going to say no. I don't think Milton's going to marry her. But, you know, it's weird because it says on the Netflix website that she's 32, but on the show it said she was 30. So I'm wondering, is she 30 or is she 32? Because he's 24. So that's interesting. I'm really curious about that. Okay, so I don't think that's going to last. All right, so moving on to Stacy. Oh, God, Stacy. Okay. I was rooting for Stacy in the beginning because I see a lot of myself with with Stacy. Um, she's independent. She is well-traveled. She likes to be a little bougie when she travels. Um, I'm almost positive she does points because she mentioned points when it comes to the credit cards. She's a homeowner. you know. So she's got her shit together. And it reminds me a lot of me. Like I want – I have certain expectations when it comes to a potential partner. Um, not necessarily because I need a rich man. I don't. I just want someone who is a financial peer or can meet me where I'm at. So I can still do the things that I like to do. I don't want to have to support somebody. You know, I just want somebody to be financially stable. So I'm thinking she's probably on that same type of level. But where she lost me was um, a couple things. The bullying with Johnny, uh, the teaming up with her and Izzy, bullying Johnny, I'm not for that. And then being proud of it, um, that's a whole other level of immaturity. I also feel like she does kind of talk down to Izzy and I do think Izzy genuinely cares about her and was really feeling emasculated. Um, I think it's fine to be in your alpha and to be independent, but when you are too alpha and don't allow a man to be in his masculine, um, they're either not going to be attracted or they're going to feel inferior and no one wants to have sex with their parent. I'm sorry. No one wants to have sex with their mom and the relationship is not going to work if there's a power dynamic that is unbalanced. And that's what I'm seeing there. Um, she's just too much in her masculine. And I don't think that they're compatible. I knew Izzy was lying about his money situation. I, because as soon as he starts to lie, he gets like fidgety. And I'm like, okay, he's got debt. 100% he's got debt. And then he admitted it later. I'm surprised she didn't figure it out sooner. Um, is that the end of the world? No. Could that be worked through? Maybe. But I don't think He's being 100% honest um, with his situation and she's starting not to trust him, rightfully so, because if you're about to marry this person in a matter of weeks and they're not honest about um, their income or other things, I mean, of course, that trust is now going to be questioned. What else can they be lying about? What am I getting myself into? And that's the problem with these shows is things move very, very fast. And it seems like the couples that do work out are the ones that are financially secure older and have a genuine um, love, care, and patience with each other. And we're not seeing that much of that anymore in these shows, unfortunately. And that's what we want. Okay. Um, let's go to Izzy. So Izzy is Stacy's partner. And, you know, Izzy, I just think that I think he means well. I think he cares about her. Um, but I do think that financially he's not there. Um, in my experience, when a man is not financially secure or not where they need to be in order to be that provider or what society tells them that they should be, I'm not saying that that's true or not true or right or not right. But um, typically, a man is not going to really be able to fulfill 
who he wants to be in a committed, solid relationship if he's not fulfilling his role in other areas of his life or where he wants to be. So I don't think that he's going to live up to Stacy's expectations of him and he's going to constantly feel inferior and that's not going to work. They're going to continue to bump heads. Um, I don't agree with the whole like keepsakes. It's like little trophies of his flings. That's weird. Um, I think he's actually probably insecure and maybe that's why he does that. And the whole paper plates thing. I mean, I think, yeah, I think you should have regular plates, but he's a bachelor. I, I don't even hold him against it for that. I mean, that those are little things that can be completely changed. I think that Stacy made way too big of a deal out of that. Johnny. I feel really bad for Johnny. I think I think Johnny um, was truthful. I think she's sweet. And I think that she did not deserve to be bullied by – I think at one point Stacy was looking at her and is like – um, what's wrong with your face? What's wrong with your face? And she's like, I'm just shocked. I'm, I'm not, I'm just shocked. That's all. I think that it was like mean girls club. It was like freaking high school. Um, and Johnny was like the, um, like the, the bullet points, you know, and it seemed that Izzy and Stacy were proud of it. It was, it was gross. It was just, it was just gross. I don't know if it had to do with drinking or whatever it was, but it, you know, grow up. Um, Johnny did not deserve that. And I mean, I don't, I'm not saying Johnny's perfect. Nobody's perfect, but I, I don't think she did anything wrong in my opinion. Um, Linda, Linda, they didn't give her much airtime. That's the girl from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think she, she got uh, too much, but all right. Then we have Taylor. Oh, Taylor and JP. Um, okay. So Taylor and JP, I think it was JP. They didn't get married, but in Mexico, they had a very awkward connection. JP was super quiet. And at first I'm like, oh, you know, maybe he's just really shy because he's attracted to her. She's a pretty girl. My jaw was on the floor with this one who said that when she came out, she had a caked up face and too much makeup on and she looked fake. And I don't know, to me, it's like, I was just shocked that he said that. It was rude. I don't think you can come back from that. I think that, um, you know, once you say something about a woman's looks, especially like when it comes to makeup, she was wearing makeup one time. It really wasn't that big of a deal, but he scolded her for that. And I think she made the right decision by saying, hey, you know what? This is not going to work. And um, I don't think that we're going to be a good match. Going back to Stacy and Izzy, I don't think they're I don't think any couple is gonna get married. I don't see it. I think maybe maybe Lydia and Milton, but I feel like look Milton's gonna walk away. I think every single couple is going to say no, and rightfully so, because every single one of them are freaking toxic in their own way. Those are toxic relationships. I don't know what's going on with the producers of this show, but y'all have got to do better at picking um just regular human beings who are actually ready for relationship. And by the way, I don't know if you guys noticed the snacks. They showed all the snacks in these episodes to pretty much say like, hey, we are feeding them. <laughs> because, you know, there's a lawsuit going on right now um, from Nick Thompson and I think a couple of the other previous contestants saying that they were deprived of um, food and water. And if you haven't listened to my episode um, with one of the contestants uh, on that, then, you know, go back and listen to it where I interviewed Danielle from season two. It's uh, a very eye-opening episode. So tell me what you guys think. Um, I want to know, do you guys think anyone's going to say I do or I don't? What do you think needs to change 
from the next seasons or seasons moving forward, do you think that there will ever be legitimate relationships or is it just always going to be toxicity? Uh, At the end of the day, toxic wins because it wins ratings. And I mean, look, I'm dialed in. I'm curious to know what's going to happen on the reunion, but it's essentially become a drama filled episode show. That's just how it is. It's full of drama and that's what people like. So I don't know. Let me get, let me know what you guys think about it. And um, if you're not following the podcast, 80% of you that are listening, don't follow. So please make sure that you do. Um, I'm still open for a couple therapy clients in Florida. And as always, I'm still doing my reading. So if you guys are needing any services, hit the link below and thank you. Thank you. Thank you for continuing to tune in every week. I appreciate and love you guys. And until the next episode, see you on the next episode of Diary of an Empath. Mm -hmm.